Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to some of my most favorite people in the world, my podcast family. That's all of you. We continue to be a top 50 nutrition and weight loss podcast, so I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends or family or coworkers. Thank you for sending individual episodes to people that you think will be beneficial to them. Thank you for the wonderful positive reviews that continue to trickle in on Apple Podcasts and the various platforms. Thank you for the wonderful, kind messages that you send me on uh, Instagram or Facebook Messenger or through my website. Thank you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And I will do everything I can to continue to bring wonderful, helpful, practical information to you each and every week. And if I may add one more adjective, eye-opening information, because that's what most of us need when it comes to losing weight. We need our eyes to be open to the fact that maybe some of the stuff that we thought isn't necessarily right, and we need to maybe embrace some new things or start thinking in a different way. That's one of the big goals of this podcast, as you probably know if you've been listening for a while. And that's one of the things that we're going to do today. We're going to talk about something that you want more than you want to lose weight. The thing that you want more than you want weight loss. Now, is it dessert? Is it coffee? <laughs> is it wine? Is it chocolate? Is it whatever? Fill in the blank. Is it sleeping in? Is it fried food? Is it not having to eat vegetables? Whatever you pick. Is it any of those things? No. No, it's not. We're jumping to the answer to the question right here. The thing that you want more than weight loss is to be right. Now, you may instantly disagree. You may think, what in the world? I don't care about being right. If you gave me a choice between being right or losing 40 pounds, I would choose losing 40 pounds every time. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you don't even know it. You don't even realize it, but it's hardwired into your brain. The thing that you want more than weight loss is to be right. Hang with me and I'll explain. See, we have long-held beliefs that over time have been ingrained into our brain. It's like these beliefs are so close to us, they've kind of become part of who we are. And often it's, it's really hard to even see these things ourselves. It's just, it's kind of become us. It's become me. It's become my identity. And it can be really tough for us to see our own beliefs and our own thoughts because of that, because we are so close to them. We think it's just the way it is. We think it's just the way we are. But guess what? It isn't. That's not just the way it is. That's just the way that you have chosen to believe it is. It's just the way that you have taught yourself and ingrained into your brain that the world and your life and your body is. Beliefs, the beliefs that you have, that you've adopted, that you choose to believe, those beliefs are not necessarily facts. Beliefs are not gravity. Gravity is a scientific fact. It's a law. It exists. It's real. We can't argue against that. We can bend it. We can like overcome the law of gravity, but gravity exists. 
Your beliefs are not that way. Your beliefs are not necessarily facts. See, let's just, let's pull, and you may think, why, Corey's going down a rabbit hole. This seems weird. Hang with me. I promise you, this is all going to make sense, and you're going to understand why the thing that you want more than weight loss is to be right. And you're going to, you're going to see so clearly why this is sabotaging you left and right, okay? So let's dig into the definition of beliefs. When we look it up in the good old dictionary, we see that a belief is something that is accepted, something that is considered to be true or held as an opinion. So easily and quickly, we see that beliefs don't have to be true. They are not necessarily true. Beliefs are, let's look back at the definition, they are accepted. We must accept something for it to be a belief. Belief is something that you consider to be true. It doesn't have to be true. It may be, maybe it's not, but you consider it to be true. You hold it as an opinion, as a strongly held opinion, and that's why it becomes a belief. So a belief is basically just a thought that you have that you choose to believe. Think about it. No, no pun intended. <laughs> no, no pun intended with the thoughts. You have all kinds of thoughts, probably all kinds of weird or unusual thoughts sometimes, but most of those you just quickly dismiss. They bounce around in your head and you're like, oh, what in the world? And you dismiss them. You don't choose to believe them. Therefore, they are just passing thoughts. But there are other thoughts that seem, that's a, such an important word, they seem right or they seem true or they seem to make sense or they seem to explain something that we're confused or frustrated about or something we've experienced in life. And then those thoughts can easily be accepted and adopted as a belief. And there are also thoughts that you might have been taught. Our parents and friends and teachers and peer groups and maybe a spouse and coworkers and countless others, all of those people have a very strong influence on our life. And we are taught things. We are fed thoughts that might or might not actually be true. But somewhere along the way, we adopt them as a belief. And here's where this gets really, really tricky. Once you have a belief, once it's installed in your brain, it's not easily changed. Matter of fact, <laughs> your brain will do everything possible to support that belief instead of discredit and change it. Your brain wants you to be right. Because guess what? If you're not right about that, that belief, that thought, whatever that you've been holding on to for so long, if you're not right about that, then what else are you not right about? Uh-oh. And then suddenly our entire belief system could crumble. And that is freaking scary. The world doesn't make sense. If our beliefs crumble and our belief systems crumble, then Gosh, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. The world doesn't make sense. And then suddenly we've lost our identity. Let me say that again. When your beliefs crumble, even if it's just one, it's scary. And your world doesn't seem to make sense. And you feel like you've lost your identity. You don't know who you are or how the world works. It feels weird and unstable and scary. So our brain is trained to avoid that at all cost. Even if it means propping up a belief that is not true and just keeps you stuck where you don't want to be.
Your brain will do everything possible to keep that old crappy belief lodged in your head and to make it seem true and come true for you over and over and over again, even if it's not helpful at all, just because it's so scary when our beliefs crumble. Now, you may be thinking, okay, Corey, great. This is like, okay, you're weird and beliefs and thoughts and this whole mental stuff, rabbit hole, whatever. How does all of this thought and belief stuff apply to losing weight? How's it going to help me lose weight? Well, I'm glad you asked. The thing that we want more than weight loss is to be right, like I said earlier. So if you have a weight loss related belief that's holding you back, you will self-sabotage and do everything possible to make it true. Or maybe I should say your brain will cause you to sabotage yourself and do everything possible to keep that belief true. So what beliefs could be holding you back? Well, here are just a few. It's hard for me to lose weight. God, it's just so hard for me to lose weight. Man, I just can't lose weight. No matter what I try, I just can't lose weight. God, I have bad genetics. Oh, I have terrible genetics for weight loss. I've tried so many things. I'm just always going to be a big guy. I mean, I've always been a big guy. I'm just always going to be a big guy. I'm just always going to be a bigger girl, you know? I mean, there's some little petite women. I'm, that's just not me. I'm just big. I'm just bigger. My hormones, oh, my hormones are jacked up. My hormones keep me from losing weight. Man, I just don't like exercise. Oh, I just don't like it. I, I avoid it at all costs. I can't exercise because I have a bad fill-in-the-blank. I can't exercise because I have a bad knee. I have a bad back. I have a bad elbow. I have a bad shoulder. I have a bad whatever. Maybe you can't exercise because you have a bad attitude. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Um, <laughs> I don't like vegetables. So it's just really hard for me to lose weight, you know? I mean, I don't like vegetables. I don't like the healthy foods. So it's hard for me to lose weight. I can't lose weight because I just don't like those things. And you know, here, man, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what I do. I just can't lose weight. Boom. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I do. I just can't lose weight. So I just read through a bunch of different beliefs. And I would be willing to argue that you probably have one or multiple of those. Let's shoot through them very quickly again. It's hard for me to lose weight. Have you ever said that? Have you ever thought that? Have you ever said or thought any of these? I can't lose weight. It doesn't matter what I try. I just have really bad genetics. I'm just always going to be a big guy. I've always been a bigger guy. I'm just always going to be a bigger girl. I'm not like everyone else. My hormones keep me from losing weight. My hormones are just all jacked up. I don't like exercise. I don't enjoy it. Therefore, I can't lose weight. I can't exercise because I have a bad knee or a bad back or a bad elbow or a bad shoulder. So instantly, I can't exercise at all. I don't like vegetables and all those health foods and all that stuff I'm supposed to eat to lose weight. So I'll just never lose weight. And you know, it doesn't matter what I do. I just can't lose weight. You may think all of these are just thoughts that bounce around in your head, but there's so much more. Oh my goodness, don't miss this. They are a prison. These thoughts, these recurring thoughts that become beliefs, they are chains that keep you enslaved. These belief chains make sure that you stay exactly where you are and never make progress. And if you do happen to make some progress, don't worry. It'll just go as fast as it came because after all, we've got to be right about our beliefs. See, that's the thing. When I read through those beliefs, there's a chance that, you know, you instantly thought or even said, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, that's me. 
Like I read a statement. That's all I did. I just read a statement to you that is not necessarily true. And then you started nodding your head because you absolutely through and through believe it to be a fact for you. Man, Corey, you just don't get it. I have tried everything and I can't lose weight. And I'm telling you that you don't get it because you have a deeply held belief that you can't lose weight. And your brain will make sure that belief is true. Your brain will make sure that you can't lose weight. Your brain will make sure that your actions, when we put them all together, they all add up to equal you not losing weight. Because like I said earlier, your brain wants you to be right. Because guess what? If you're not right, suddenly your entire belief system could crumble. And that's freaking scary. The world doesn't make sense. And then you're losing your identity. You don't know who you are or how things should work. And that is maybe the most ironic part of this whole thing. In order to lose weight and keep it off, eventually, whether you realize it or not, you will adopt a new identity. You will go from the big guy or the chubby girl or whatever, or the person who can't lose weight no matter what they try. You'll go from that, someone who doesn't like vegetables and eats out all the time. You'll go from all of that to someone who eats out less, cooks more meals at home, and actually enjoys a lot of quote-unquote healthy foods. And someone who started to really look forward to their workouts. The very thing that our brain says we should be so scared of, losing our identity, is actually the absolute best thing that can happen. And I would argue it's the only thing that will lead to true long-term success. And until you start to see yourself differently, which comes from letting go of old beliefs and allowing a new identity to form, until you do that, you will always be yanked right back to the old beliefs and the old identity that is lodged in your brain. I think of it like a dog that's running on one of those stretchy leashes and it runs and runs and runs. And then it, the leash gets to the very end and burp, and it yanks the dog back. The dog's like almost breaks its neck because it's running really fast. And then the leash catches and it jerks them right back. That's what your old beliefs and your old identity do. And my friends, that is why you always hear me say to change your body. You must first change your brain because what you want more than losing weight is to be right to be right about your belief, your idea, your totally not true recurring thought that you can't lose weight or it doesn't matter what you do, you always gain it back or you always have a really hard time losing weight or you have bad genetics or your hormones are just screwed up and they keep you from losing weight. And here's the thing, just in case you're still mentally arguing with me, demanding the Corey, you just don't get it. These thoughts are true. These things are true for me. Okay, guess what? I'll go along with you. Let's say it is true. And you really do have bad genetics for weight loss. Everybody in your family is overweight. Okay, I hear you. Or, you know, you always have a really tough time losing weight. Okay, sure. Let's just assume that's not a thought that you've adopted, that you've chosen to believe. Let's assume it's 100% true. Okay, great. Now, here's my question. How does that self-defeating thought help you? Does it make you feel better? to stack the odds against yourself before you've even started? Does it make you feel empowered by giving yourself all of these mental reasons, all of these hurdles that you're not going to be successful? Or if we get really honest, does it just give you a way out? Does it just give you a reason not to be successful? 
and then not to feel bad about not being successful. See, even if you want to argue that those beliefs are totally true for you, I'm arguing that they're not helping you. Okay, they're true. Great. You win. They're true. They're not helpful. So leave them behind and choose to believe a new empowering thought. One of two things is true. Either your brain is doing everything possible to convince you that you have bad genetics, or maybe you really do have bad genetics that aren't best for losing weight. But either way, your best option is to choose a new thought to say, you know what? I can do whatever I put my mind to. My genetics might be great or they might not be that great. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. I can't control my genetics. I can control my brain and my actions. So that's what I'm going to do. Wow. <laughs> like, do you see the difference there? When we embrace all of these crappy self-defeating thoughts, we're also embracing a defeated identity. And we're also accepting the single biggest lie of all time. That it is beyond our control. That we are powerless. Man. <sighs> I just can't lose weight no matter what I try. Defeat. Done. As long as you believe that, number one, your brain will make sure it's true by sabotaging you all along the way. And number two, you've just given up all of your power. You're powerless. Even if you start a new diet or workout program, deep down inside, you feel defeated and powerless from the beginning because it's all beyond your control. Because it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you try. You just can't lose weight. It's futile. Why even try? It doesn't matter what you do. Your hormones will prevent you from losing weight. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you try. Your genetics are terrible and they will make sure that you're always fat. Accepting these beliefs means that what you do doesn't matter. Now, I don't know about you, but right now I just feel super excited and encouraged. <laughs> I mean, can you see how accepting the beliefs that aren't helping us, all just whether it sabotages us from a mental perspective or not, it takes away our power and it leaves us sitting in a big pile of self-pity. It's not helpful. Okay, great, Corey. So what am I supposed to do with all this? <laughs> Two very simple things. Simple, but super challenging. Number one, choose new thoughts and ultimately new beliefs because it is all within your control and it is all within your power. You can change your brain. You can choose new thoughts and ultimately choose new beliefs. And then number two, realize that you, hey, you with the earbuds in, hey, you walking on the treadmill, hey, you walking through your neighborhood, hey, you driving in your car, hey, you taking a shower. I know you guys that listen to the podcast taking a shower because I do the same thing. I listen to podcasts when I take a shower. Hey, you, all of you with the earbuds, with the Bluetooth speaker, pumping this through your car speakers, whatever. Hey, you realize you have more power than you can imagine. You do. You have all the power to do and accomplish whatever you want to. It's as simple as that. And it's also as challenging as that. Because th changing your thoughts and beliefs is a major part of success. And it's also a major part of what we do in my Inner Circle Coaching Group. And it takes time. And it takes consistent attention to your mental playground. It doesn't happen in a day. 
But as the old beliefs fade and the new thoughts start to take over and the new beliefs take root, oh, oh my gosh, it is really dang amazing. It is really incredible. And you finally comprehend that you really do have more power than you ever thought you did. And you finally understand that losing your old identity, pay attention, losing your old identity is not scary. It's actually the best thing that can happen, especially when it's being replaced by a new identity that has kept all of the good stuff that you love about yourself and left behind all of the old crap that was getting in your way. Mm, It's beautiful. And as you move throughout your next week, I want to give you a little challenge. Here's what I encourage you to do. Just start paying attention. Start paying attention to where your thoughts and beliefs are having a major impact on your life and your decisions. And begin to question just just a little bit. Just begin to question those. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Does this have to be this way? Is this true? Am I just choosing to believe this? Why do I think this? You don't have, don't be judgmental of yourself. Just just pay attention and start to ask a few questions. Could this be different? Could I be different? Why do I believe this is true? Why do I believe this in the first place? Where did this come from? Is this thought or belief serving me and helping me? Or is it defeating me? Is it just a self-defeating thought? And as you do this, your eyes, they will be opened in your world just might be rocked a little. But it'll be the coolest thing ever, I promise. I hope you'll take the time to actually do it and to get a better idea of what's bouncing around in your head, leading to the life you have and the body you have. And remember, don't ever forget, you can have any body in any life you want, but it all starts with your brain, not food and not exercise. To change your body, to change your life, you must first change your brain. Sure, food and exercise is important and it's needed, but they're worthless if you don't do the mental work along the way. I hope this has been helpful. If it has, if you enjoyed this episode, then you'll probably love one of my two free resources. First, my Catalyst audio program where we kind of dig into the kind of subconscious things that have been taught to you by the diet and weight loss industry. And we kind of break those down and talk about a few steps to overcome those things and how to approach weight loss from a totally different way because most people are going about it completely backwards. And then the second free resource is my anti-diet class. It's just a one-hour class that you can register for at a time of your convenience where I talk about three big things that people do completely wrong when they try to lose weight and we really dig into the bully in your brain, that little negative voice in your head, how that impacts you and how to overcome that. You can go to antidietclass.com to register for that, or you can just scroll down to the show notes and you will find the link to register for Catalyst or for the anti-diet class there. Now, as we wrap up, don't ever forget, always remember, there is so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales dictate your emotions or tell you your worth or value. Screw that. Step off the scale, step into life because there's so much more to life than that number on that machine. And there's so much more to losing weight. Losing weight is great, but losing weight is all about gaining life, living the life you've always wanted, and doing the things you've always enjoyed. It's about having great energy, wonderful confidence, and just enjoying yourself and enjoying your body and feeling comfortable in your own skin. And I know you can do it. 
Like I say every podcast, I've probably already said it this podcast. I know you can do it. I believe in you 100% because I see people have success each and every week. So I believe in you. And even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You keep listening. I'll keep working on you. We'll get you there. Take care of yourself, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.